Good morning. Happy Monday and uh, welcome to a, another episode here of The Murder Mentality. Uh, my trashy mustache is growing in well. <laughs> it's probably the longest I've had it in a very, very long time, but um, a little bit fuller now than it used to be. Still, I don't know if I can grow facial hair without it being patchy, but we'll give it our college best, right? Uh, let's back up here. Alrighty, so uh, let's talk here a little bit, guys. Um, I had a really amazing last 24 hours with Sub Stanley. Um, one of the, what's up, Jason? One of the things that uh, happened to me is uh, me and Lacey had to communicate about a couple of different topics that were were and are usually hot button things. Um, and uh, one of those topics was real, like you know, relationships and communication uh, on that. Another one of those things was money, and another one of those things is parenting styles and gifts and, and you know how to deal with kids and stuff. Now, what I'm specifically talking about today doesn't really have a lot to do with necessarily any one of those individual things, but what it has everything to do with is what are we willing to come into our best character to be in the best type of character we know how to be in any situation with communication. I know a lot of people are like, you know, believe in love at first sight. They're just wildly in love with people right when they meet them early on. And those people, everybody's on their best behavior. But you can only maintain that for so long. And then before too long, you got to go back to being you. The guys are married now. You're in a committed relationship. You got kids. Now all of a sudden you don't like the other person so much because, well, they were pretending to be something. Maybe they weren't so much. Um, and as the realities continue to set in just a minute. Hey, guys, are you going to go grab some food? Okay, um, and as the realities of being in a relationship set in with most people, a lot of people get really frustrated really quickly and then just want to exit the situation. Um, as it turns out, really being committed to people is fucking difficult. Being committed to yourself isn't fucking easy. Um, if it came easy, everybody would be doing it. But as I think when we look around at most people's results, most people are struggling, struggling massively with just being themselves. So that being said, let's just kind of get into it a little bit and talk about one of the struggles and some of the struggles that I've had and some of the struggles that maybe you might have and uh, how I go about working on myself in those situations. First off the bat, I want to drive this 1000% home. Anytime you want to improve the situations you find yourself in in your life, improve yourself first. You can't control other people, and you should give up on the attempt, period. You cannot control other humans. What's up, honey? <laughs> Speak of the devil, right? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and since we can't control other people, we have to look, what can we control in any given situation? And the answer is us. What kind of character, what type of person do I want to be in any given situation? And when I answer that question, it's weird, but it's like the whole world positions itself around me accordingly. Now, if you have, like, I say this a lot, eagles don't hang out with fucking chickens, all right? So if you have problems with, like, snakes all around you, people lying to you, shitty people fucking you over all the time, likelihood is, is that you have struggles personally with attracting those types of people in your life. Might even participate in some of those behaviors more than you want to realize. And so when we take the time to work on ourselves, it's really weird. It's like our circle appears for us. 
When we take the time to ask God for better counsel, for better people in our lives, it's like they just show the fuck up. And it's so perfect that they do because, well, I mean, God said that he would, uh, that we should seek wise counsel. We should, we should want to be in positive relationships. And why wouldn't he send them when we choose to ask for them? But those people aren't going to be attracted to us if we're not in a position to be an attractive human. When I say attractive, I don't mean good looking. I mean, what's your personality like? What's your character like? Are you somebody that goes to pieces easily? Are you somebody that reacts emotionally and angrily to things? Like a character defect of mine is that I'm very, very easily emotionalized in the most situations. I have to consistently pull myself back and look at a bird's eye view. Some people are good as fuck at that shit. I still have to work at it daily. I have to constantly, constantly work on trying to not be like in a position where I'm consistently freaking out about stuff. Just one second here. I'm getting a ton. Sorry. I had to put out a little fire there real quick. Well, um, so, uh, perfect example right there. <laughs> I have to work consistently. I'm not getting out of character. Like, this morning, me and Lacey were at the gym. We just wrapped everything up, and we were talking about what we were going to do with the kids, what kind of money we were going to spend on them, and what um, you know either one of us considered to be like extravagant or not extravagant. Um, if you know me at all, um, I'm my financial thought process in life is not to worry about pinching pennies. It's to worry about making so much that you don't got to pinch them. Um, but the interesting part about that is that that still needs to be communicated. Even though I talk about that constantly, my feelings still get in the way sometimes because I have old mentalities I have to work on. And so we had to kind of go back and forth and discuss things and talk about our feelings and talk about how we saw stuff. But really what I'm trying to get down to in the, in the like real mix of it here is that true love is built, not discovered. You discover the person you're with constantly. The cool thing about being with the same person, the cool thing about like monogamy on that level is you get to know that person in and out and you have to consistently change and grow with them. And I read this thing the other day that when you're just from one relationship to the next, to the next, to the next, really what's happening is you're just using the same old fucking tired dog tricks just on a new person each time. So it feels new to them, but it's the same old song and dance for you. And when we finally get to a point where those same old tricks and whatever don't work the same and we have to start really growing a personality in a different way, it can be very uncomfortable. It can make us feel like we're being attacked by people. It can make us feel all types of judgmental about other people. But in my experience, when I get emotional over something, most of the time it's something I'm dealing with, not something somebody else is doing to me. And even when somebody is doing something to me and I'm getting emotional or doing something that I, I should have every reason to be emotional to, my emotional reaction actually fucks the situation up further. And that's hard, right? When we love somebody, we want it to be all lovey-dovey all the fucking time. But one of the things I tell my kids consistently, especially since they're young, is that you'll know real love. You'll understand true love when you get to a point where somebody makes you so frustrated at some point in time that you want to stab them in the fucking neck with whatever's nearby. But instead, you go take the kids to school. Instead, 
you go do some dishes or the laundry or you take care of some household responsibility that you know will help benefit both of you because despite how you feel, you know that you really care about that person because our feelings are not facts. They're often very quickly passing and most of the time they're triggered by stuff that really ain't got like a, a major thing to do. Like if you're not lying to me, cheating on me, which is lying to me or lying to me, we could talk about anything. But most people are so afraid of what might get said that they don't even want to bring something up, which really speaks drastically to their own character. If you can't ask for permission and then have somebody say no and say, well, I really want to go ahead and do this anyway, and then be able to discuss whatever repercussions or what's going to happen from there, then maybe you're not ready to be in a relationship. If you can't tell somebody your desires, your fantasies, your dreams, all the things that matter to you and do it in a way that that you're just being honest and vulnerable, then you're not fucking ready for a relationship. Lack of vulnerability, lack of accountability, lack of communication, and lack of authenticity are all major fucking factors in people's relationships getting fucked off all the time. All right? You need to be authentic. What do you like? What do you not like? If your partner cares about you, they will try to help you meet those needs. And if you consistently try to help meet your partner's needs without being asked, they're going to be way ready and open to meeting your needs. All right. One of my coaches said that in a, in a podcast I was listening to the other day. I really fucking loved it. Is that when you serve your people and the people you care about, this is more than just romantic relationships. This is your children. This is everybody in your life that you have any type of relationship with. When you serve them at a high level, when you choose to bring your best self to the table and help them at all times to be the example, to be the first one to raise your hand and say, what can I do to help contribute? All right. When you act like that, those people are so ready that you would never have to ask for any of the things you need. They're just fucking ready for it there. All right. And this ties into what I said earlier. Eagles don't fucking hang out with chickens. If your relationships suck, likelihood is, as terrible as it is, you fucking suck. And that's hard shit to hear. I know most people don't want to hear that. I just keep getting fucked over. There's just narcissist after narcissist after narcissist. Well, what the fuck is it about you that's attracting these shitty people? All right, because you do have to ask that eventually. You do have to ask, why does this happen over and over again? Even if I'm not asking for people to treat me shitty, in some way, shape, or form, I'm attracting this to me. Most likely lack of boundaries. That's a really big thing too, like... Lacey does this too, and this is, I fucking think it's amazing because I'm learning so much in the process of, on how to do it myself um, from dealing with her. And it drives me crazy for about 3.5 seconds, but then I, I just get so much love and respect out of it in the meantime. And that's just to set boundaries. Like, no, I'm not doing this. No, I'm not going to change my mind about this. Or, no, that's not what happened, and this is how I feel about that. And that's fucking powerful. Like, it has forced me. <laughs> To grow up in a major way because I want to be involved with this woman and she's a whole woman. I love that. All right. And I think that most people are so afraid of setting a boundary because they're afraid the person will say no, that they'll overstep the boundary. And then what happens is because they don't fucking set it and they don't fucking stick to it. They resent and fucking hate the person secretly. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't struggle with this too. As far as like having to consistently check myself, check where I'm feeling, check my emotions, everybody does and everybody should. But like everybody knows that one couple that really actually fucking hates one another, but they just won't leave or they won't change because both of them are so stubborn. They're both so stuck in their fucking ways that neither one of them is willing to say, you know what, maybe I do have a part in this too. And because of that, they're just fucking miserable. They're miserable to be around. They're fucking miserable to interact with. There's just consistent fucking drama all the time. 
well. I wonder whose fault that is. Both of you. <laughs> but what I'm trying to get at here, guys, is that really the, the secret to positive, fulfilling relationships, you can just set it right there, um, is to consistently work on your fucking self. Stop expecting the other person to change in a meaningful fashion for you and change yourself in a meaningful fashion to meet the relationship. Sometimes that means you got to leave it. Sometimes that means you got to change who you are and try to meet it with a better you. But I'll close this out with something that I think was a really powerful thing I read the other day. And it reminded me of this amazing song um, that Lacey showed me one time. It's called Folding Clothes by J. Cole. And it's like, I first heard it, it's like a rap song, you know, and it's like, you know, I want to fold clothes for you. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but I kept listening and he starts talking about how like this is a meditation for him. This is a meditation to show his partner how much he loves her and to try to make her life a little bit easier because God knows that she's done that for him to help smooth his process. And he goes further into it at the end talking about how so many people wear masks consistently in, in like the hood, in life, and in general, and don't know how to display who they really are to the world, and that, that people are probably going to make fun of him for this song. And I won't lie, at first I was like, folding clothes, this is fucking lame. But by the end of it, I was like, man, this man really has a handle on what real love is. That's real, real fucking love. When you do something, not because you feel obligated to do it, but because you actually do want to be a part of that person's life in a meaningful fucking fashion. And this is why... You know, despite the fact that I am, unfortunately, a tour fucking NATO in my life, um, I do try as much as possible to participate in anything I can that's considered, like, household stuff. You know, I don't look at it as, like, the woman's job to cook or clean. I don't look at anything in a relationship as being the man's job or the woman's job. I think that we're all fucking adults here, and we need to throw some of those expectations out the way. Like, literally, if, if you're a dude and you want to massively improve your relationship, stop fucking expecting your wife to do all the cleaning and just do some of it. Meet her halfway. And then don't expect praise afterwards. You should be fucking cleaning up after yourself. And again, I am a fucking tornado. It is hard for me not to leave a mess everywhere I go. But I do try. I make a solid effort, and it's not expected for somebody else to come clean up after me. So I appreciate it when somebody does it. All right? And vice versa... You know, we do not need, you know, as men to feel like we have to praise the women for doing things that are generally expected of a dude. Like, it's not only a guy's job to take the fucking trash out. You know what I mean? Those are things that we should all be willing to do without expectation of praise, without expectation of some sort of reinforcement for it, and just do it because it's part of our lives. And I think that if you take the time to be grateful that you can just do that in your life for you, for your partner, for your family, you will find that very quickly your expectation of needing to get a little hand of applause for it goes out the fucking window. I just want to serve my people at a high level. And I find that when I bring myself to the table like that, it's just like everything fucking else falls right into place. So thank you very much, guys, for tuning in today. I'm going to take one more second here and invite you again to change something in your life today. I know that everybody that watches this, every fucking person in the world has something, probably dozens of things, that they could change about their life. Let's take today to take a little bit of action on that and quit wishing for it to get better and make it better. All right? I love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to go over to TikTok now if you want to check it out there.